0: Welcome, friends. Welcome, everybody, to Simply Cyber Live, where we bring you today's top cybersecurity industry professionals to engage, develop, and level up your career. And if you're coming from Outpost Gray's stream, drop a hashtag Outpost Gray in chat. Thanks to Jax for her stream and her community. I'm sure it was a banger today. Now, everybody, let me get rid of this sliding caption at the bottom because you're no longer waiting for the show to start. The show is fully operational. Now, Today's guest is Eric Badu. He is a serial entrepreneur and a Navy SEAL commander veteran currently operating as the CEO of Haiku Inc. and developer of the gamified cybersecurity training platform World of Haiku. If you've been uh, you know, tuning in to Simply Cyber the last couple of weeks, you know I've been playing World of Haiku on stream, uh, having a good time with the community, going through the levels. I've yet to actually beat it. I was hoping to do it Uh, Before today, but I got pretty far. So maybe we can get into that. Um, In addition to being an absolute bad, (laughs) Eric is an incredibly smart individual with a BS in molecular biology, an MBA from UCLA, which uh, you definitely have to earn. They don't give those out. He's also been trained at the Harvard Business and the Harvard uh, Law Schools in negotiations, which I didn't know until I did prep for this. And I really appreciate that Eric didn't put those skills to use when I asked him to come on as a guest to the show. Now, his game, World of Haiku, makes learning cybersecurity fun and engaging in a story-based approach. And it's set in a near, near future cyberpunk type world. It's very cool. Um, and we will be digging into all of this today on the stream in the interviews. And additionally, Eric has donated, uh, listen up for this one. This is wicked cool. Eric has donated 10 amazing prizes to raffle off on stream today. Some are license keys, some are, um, you know, material prizes. Uh, it's going to be cool. It's going to be wild. Uh, I'm super, super pumped. So if you are here live with us today, you are absolutely in luck because this is for hashtag TeamLive only. Shout out to Justin Gold for gifting two memberships to the squad. Thanks, Justin. Appreciate that so much. If you guys want to enter the raffle, I will say this a few times throughout the stream. We will be doing raffles uh, because there's so many prizes today. We will be doing it uh, periodically. Um, Yes, periodically throughout the show. But enter the word Haiku into chat, which I actually have to set up Nightbot, so don't hi- don't enter it yet, okay? Give me a minute. I forgot to set that part up. You're going to enter the word haiku into chat, and you only need to enter once because we'll be pulling from that same pool. I do want to point out that the merch that is uh, going to be raffled off is for U.S.-based citizens only due to shipping um, and all sorts of, uh, you know, basically shipping-related issues. So um, if you do win... Uh, the merch and you are not a U.S. citizen, uh, we will work with you and coordinate and make sure that you do get a prize in some capacity. But just be mindful that that is a disclaimer. Now, per the standard rules, we do encourage questions and engagement. So don't be you guys can see the chats right there on stream. So you're part of the show as well. So make sure to ask your questions in chat. But if they're for me or if they're for Eric, Start them with a capital Q, just so it makes it e- easier for me to visualize. I don't have, you know, all the mods and all the, you know, production team that other people like Neil have uh, to be able to f- push those. So I need to be able to do it and find them myself. So it helps me out uh, incredibly. So, with that out of the way, let's definitely get Eric up in here and get the show started. <music> All right, how you doing, Eric? Good to see you.
1: I'm great, sure. thanks. And I appreciate the warm, warm intro. You make me feel like I'm 5'8", when I'm only 5'7 half. I think I grew a half inch from just listening to you.
0: Oh, all right, well, for 5'7 and a half, and, and you know, in in a, in, in a quarter there, um, it, do, it doesn't matter, because as I mentioned in the intro, I did want to just spend a minute on this, that your Navy sure. SEAL uh, commander background. I have a, a real question. I don't know how often you get this, and I will say, if Neil asked you this yesterday, I apologize. Um, Right now, Terminal List is, like, a really popular show. Um, Navy SEALs of all of the branches and all of the special forces and stuff. I feel like Navy SEALs are the most, like, romanticized and made to look like the, the coolest, right? Chuck Norris made a push for Delta Force back in the 80s. But for the most part, it's Navy SEALs. How, how, how close to reality um, is this dramatization? Because this is all I see of Navy SEALs. You were or are, I don't know what the right uh, verb is, a Navy SEAL. So is there any correlation or is it is it far in just Hollywood?
1: Well, first of all, we are the coolest. Um, Don't let okay. the Marines tell you different. Semper Fi Marines, but we're cooler. A Rangers, the hair is too short. I mean, I'm quite honest. It's just not as cool. So uh, hair and we all, I'm just kidding there. Um, I, I have not, it's <laughs> on my list, but to be honest with you, I'm in startup mode. So I spend all my time working. It's on my list. I actually really want to um, see terminal list. I've heard it's amazing.
0: Yeah, it 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 is very very good. Uh, Chris Pratt does a good job. Good story. I've actually been told that uh, it's based on a book, uh, and the book's better. Like you know, every every movie and made for TV show. Uh, so that's that's pretty cool. But let's let's uh, pivot and get into what we're really here to talk about. World of Haiku. Now, this, as I said in the intro, is a very very cool um, single player experience right now. Uh, of learning, you know, cybersecurity in a kind of you know cyberpunk era. So um, that's that's like the five second version or the you know the TLDR. Can you put in your own words and explain to chat today what is the world of haiku?
1: Yeah I, I appreciate that. Um so we um I, my last company centec Global I sold that to Deloitte in July of last year and we hired a lot of cybersecurity people. We had tens of millions of dollars in cybersecurity contracts and so I spent a lot of time hiring cybersecurity people and one of the things I noted is that regardless of the degree, regardless of the certification, I would get people who more often than not couldn't do the job from day one. Um they didn't have the hands-on keyboard experience. Not their fault. I mean it's not like they, you know, they they have the ability to choose what was taught to them in the certification of the degree, but they just couldn't do it. And um, I would find some people who had no 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 certifi- uh, degree. Sometimes they had certifications, but they were just good, really good at what they did. And I thought there's got to be a way to teach people the hands-on skills. This isn't you know this isn't rocket science. This isn't that hard. Um, they to be able to actually, Sorry, go ahead.
0: No, that no, was, keep going. Was, I, I was I wanted <laughs> to pull up this and I, I the, I'm producing also uh, Eric. So please okay. continue. Yes.
1: You're like one of those guys who, you know, you see the band member, the guy on the street, he's got the drums, and he's got the harmonica, and he's got all that stuff.
0: Yep, yep, one-man um, band, absolutely. So I didn't mean band. to derail you, but please continue. Uh, practical yeah. skills are in demand.
1: Yeah, practically, well, well required, right? And so that's what mm-hmm. we're trying to hire for is practical skills. And so we actually developed the technology, the back-end AWS engine that we use in Haiku Pro. while I was still at Centech. Um, Deloitte, um, I, I took that technology when I sold the company, So, so I kept all that. And um, uh, I thought and we'd also um, about probably six years ago, we um, looked at buying a spinoff out of a company called Saic called CyberNexus, uh, cyber nexus. And it was a cyber seat c- capture CTF platform. Um, not very successful. And when we left there, I talked to the guy that I was with and I said, what do you think? He goes, we should rebuild this in the cloud. I said, not only that, but we should offer it to consumers instead of just offering it to academia and to government, because um, that was a, uh, um, uh, there was something they weren't doing and I thought it was an untapped um, you know field now back then having a cyber range in the cloud was uh, you know was unique at all there are plenty of cyber ranges most of them sit in the cloud as a matter of fact I would I would offer but um, the idea of doing something that's appealing straight to consumers there are some other tools that have come up there to do that try me came out of nowhere two years ago um, they did a fantastic job my hats off to those guys Um, having started a number of businesses the fact that they came straight out of college and you know they're up to 1.5 million you know users um they've they've done a great job of that um but what i really want to do is i want to be able to get people into cybersecurity who might not be able to get in there because we've had this number floating around for three and a half million um you know job skill gap for for a number of years and you know whether you know they're you know there are lies damn lies and statistics Mm -hmm. you know whatever you believe in that if you talk to any employer they can't hire enough cybersecurity people um on the other hand, when we just put a job wreck out for one of our cybersecurity folks a few months ago, um 95% of the people who are applying were from a career other than cybersecurity and they were trying to get in. and I thought there's a huge gap in here. And as I talk to people, I keep hearing that employers want they want an experience. And I tell people when they ask me what what should I get? And I'm like, get an internship. If you can even do an unpaid internship, you get that in your resume with somebody to vouch that you're in that job. That is probably the key, but those internships are hard to get because mm-hmm. from a company's perspective, an internship is, isn't just one person adding value, it's two people who are, who, are, who are learning, right? So it takes me somebody to manage the intern, plus the intern themselves, and the reality is they're learning and you're, you're trying, it's a long-term investment, so only large companies can afford to do that, and so internships are few and far between. And so the second uh, option is, you know, certifications, I think, are good. I actually personally, I kind of value certifications a little higher than I value a degree. I think a degree is good if you're looking at somebody for a long-term management position and you want them to have the two years of, you know, general education and and some of the other things. But if I really want somebody to do the work, I I, I want more proof that they can do the work. I think that some security, not all of it, granted, is becoming more a role where it's more about hands-on skills like a plumber. Nobody asks their plumber where did you go to college, right? Nobody mm-hmm. cares. Are you going to fix my pipes or you're not going to fix my pipes? Electrician, same sort of thing. It's a journeyman sort of a um, trade, and extremely lucrative trades, right? I'm in a good plumber. I make like a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, maybe more. Um, but I do really do think that's more where cybersecurity is going. Not everything. I mean, if you're going to be, um, if you're going to be, um, uh, I don't know, creating algorithms. you're may need a degree in math, maybe even an advanced degree in math, maybe a Ph.D. If you're going to be writing malware, maybe not so much, but you know, it really depends. If you're going to be cracking crypt- cryptography, unless you're you good know, goodwill hunting, you, you, know, you can do it in your head, then maybe you need to you know, go ahead and get a degree for that. Um, but for a lot of the hands-on work that you need, I mean, being sock analyst, you do not need a degree to be a sock analyst. Um, being a pen tester, you don't need a degree to be a pen tester. Um, you know, being a forensics analyst, you don't need a degree for any of these things and so that's what we're trying to do with um with our haiku In a convoluted way so what is world of haiku we actually created a video game that teaches you cybersecurity skills and this was actually kind of born we came out came out with a um sort of a marketing alpha sort of product so a testing the market sort of product called the haiku range and we only had a few users on it so you know it's maybe a few hundred users so I, I don't know if anybody has um um actually on this chat has actually used the haiku range but it was a, basically an AWS background, uh, back end, and uh, you'd go in there and through it, we take you through the hero story sort of approach. And um, they would uh, you know, be able to go ahead and access an actual Kali Linux box and do the challenges that we were taking them through in the story in that Kali Linux back end. So um, what we got was immediate feedback from our audience, which is that from people who said, I love the idea of having a video game that teaches me cybersecurity, but this is too darn hard. I don't know a command prompt and, and and this is you know this is too hard the other one was from cybersecurity security professionals who said hey can you just give me a cali like spots attached to some network so i can go bang on it right because i've got a full network back here and i can pivot and do all kinds of stuff but you're 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 really distracting me with all this stuff in the front end with people talking to me and all this other stuff i just want to go ahead and you know do what i want to do and so i realized we've, we these are two different audiences and we we're never going to get them on the same product so we actually um hired a full game um dev team and uh, Vincent leads it, very talented. We outsource uh, a lot of our work off to um, Ukraine, which has very talented uh, game development um, resources. And we built in Unity um, the world of Haiku. And rather than, and and one of the things we found is that as people went through and they were working on our Haiku range product, um, we didn't have enough control over the experience. So they'd get lost somewhere. We watched them doing it. And and we, we didn't have enough code on the front end to be able to control where they're going. They would just get lost in the Kali Linux box. And so we simulated, rather than having um, an actual product like we, in AWS, like we did before, we simulated a full network. We simulated, um, you know, the Linux environment, so we could control, make it a lot simpler. I was just giving a demo of um, a product to somebody who was non-technical completely. And I explained to him, he didn't know what a man command was. He didn't know what Linux was, had never been there. And I said, So, this is what we have in World of Haiku for, you know, Nmap. And I type in Nmap, and you get five lines, and it's nicely highlighted. This is the important thing you need to know. I said, Here's a Linux box, and here's what you get when you type Nmap. And it's like five pages of, you know, switch. Yeah. I said, So, you yeah. can see why people go and say, Hey, I've got Linux, and I'm gonna learn it on my own. And the first thing you need to say, Well, I don't need World of Haiku, or I don't need anything, Nmap. I'm just gonna type it in, and it tells me everything I need to do. And it does, but it's five pages, and you really, have to be motivated and good to be able to read through that and try to figure out exactly what nmap is and go and play on your own. So in the World of Haiku, we try to make all that easier. Um, we try to, you know, basically give you simplified results. You only get, you have a man that actually tracks all the commands you've done, and you only get that added to as you've completed a command. So it's very basic. And so I think for you know some people that are very advanced, unless they really enjoy the idea that, hey, this is about my profession um you know they may look at it and go okay this is really overly simplified I know what nmap is and Mm -hmm. and 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 some of the comments I've had is you know hey this isn't a full Linux kernel. I can't do this and I can't do that and you know um, part of it is you know things we need to fix I've gotten the feedback that we have to have um uh tab complete um in there and I mean I've gotten that 50 times maybe and so we're gonna put that
0: once from from two thumbs and smiles over here
1: yeah (laughs) you you definitely did um so we have a free dlc we're doing the end of september we're coming out we're gonna have to have complete in there um we're adding additional content but some of the things you know it's just kind of like i we're simulating linux i'm not rebuilding an entire linux kernel in unity i mean i wish i had you know a million dollars and a team of 20 people to do that I don't. So I'm, I'm focusing on the things that I think are going to get the most bang for the buck and help the most people get the furthest in, uh, in learning.
0: Yeah. So, you know, a couple of things, and I saw a question really quick. I just want to highlight this and, and bring it up because it's important. So Ashley asked, how do I sign up? Tell me again. So Ashley, in the description below or in the show notes, I know you're on LinkedIn, so I think it shows up in there, but there is a link that you can click on and it'll take you right over to where you need to go. Um, if it doesn't show up there, um, Ashley, just go to the the Simply Cyber YouTube channel. There is a URL at the top in an overlay header right above my head that says Simply Cyber IO streams. Just go there. You can join the YouTube stream, which is a richer experience, uh, and you'll be able to you know, definitely see those links at that point, too. Quantifiable Quasar, it's Haiku, not HILU. Uh I want you to be able to enter uh, correctly. Um so one thing that Eric mentioned about World of Haiku, uh, and you can see this is the demo video right here, uh, very, very cool, well done, is that, and I, I wanted to point this out because I really appreciated it. Um, I've been working in tech for a long time. I'm very comfortable running around in Linux. And in the game, it starts off, like, just so people know, it kind of starts off with, like, one world, and then you start unlocking worlds or stages, right? Think of it as, like, you know, unlocks. Uh, the first world... It really does take you through and kind of explain the command, and then let you do it. But what is interesting, people who know Linux will know what I'm talking about. Normally, when you run a command like nmap, you actually almost always add arguments to it, right? TAC SA, TAC T, TAC, you know T4, TAC A, like whatever ports. Like, and when you first run nmap, you literally just do nmap IP address. Right, And they've already kind of covered IP address. And I really, really appreciate it. Like I said it on stream. I'm like, no, I said, nobody would run Nmap this way. This doesn't make sense. But then as I thought more about who you're actually targeting, you have to assume no background, no experience, and you need to build them up foundationally and build it, build it up like with scaffolding. And I really appreciated that because like you said before, like it can be too complicated. And frankly, I find people get frustrated and uh, just, they say, oh, this must be not for me. Like, I obviously don't get it. I won't ever get it. Uh, and for you to bring it up that way uh, is pretty cool. And then and then obviously being able to uh, unlock additional commands and, and uh, parameters, especially, uh, to use another example, there's one part of the game where you use John the Ripper, a, a well-known password cracking tool uh, that's been around for a million years. And when you run it, you kind of just run it against a file. But I said, you know, normally you always have to pass a word list. It makes no sense why you wouldn't pass a word list. And then later on in the game, you, you have to upgrade your word list, which is something that is true. And then in, in, it really built on top of itself. So, Eric, I really appreciate the attention to detail regarding the, the, the perspective and the worldview and the experiences of the individual trying to play the game, trying to learn, and being able to accommodate any skill level. I, I genuinely appreciate that you guys took that time and effort. Um, I love It that. sounds like it was really a for, f- focus of yourself, uh, of the project.
1: Well, I'd love to talk about that for a second. By the way, the video you're watching, um, the um, pretty lady who's uh, in there is uh, Steffi, she's actually our UI UX developer. Um, she worked with her friends to develop that costume. The other folks, there's another video. I don't know if you can bring it up. It's actually a lot uh, it, this this one's really cool, but that one's even more dramatic. Wait, what we do actually,
0: I click on what do I click on? It's on my, it's
1: on our YouTube channel, it's the featured video. Um, okay, ha-
0: uh, yeah, hold on one second. Yeah. Keep, keep and talking.
1: that one is like we got some great feedback on the other video. But all those people in there are all uh, either employees or friends of haiku and they they created the you know their own costumes, okay. they're in cosplay. Um, you'll,
0: you'll have to tell me your YouTube channel because my, my algor- the algorithm's all polluted. It's pulling up all my World of Haiku Let's Play videos.
1: <laughs> it is, yeah. It's Haiku Inc. Um, let me see. What oh, you okay.
0: Got. Okay. Cool. Let me yeah. do that.
1: Yeah, Inc. Haiku.
0: Yep. I got you. Here we go. Let's pull it up. Now, is this something that we want to watch?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. No, you right. definitely okay. Yep.
0: I, I'm not sure, um here, I'm not sure chat's gonna be able to listen, but let's do this. Y- you might get reverberation in your ears really quick, but chat, I think you're gonna you're gonna get to listen to this, okay? Um let's do I have to Max- change my audio. I, I yep. will maximize it. I just have to change my audio output uh pick it up. You're yep. gonna start getting echoes though. You might have to you might have to mute Eric. Okay, okay.
1: Go ahead, do that.
0: All right, let's watch it. Hopefully you can hear it.
1: Transmitting new intel. A worldwide nuclear event is imminent. You must stop the launch.
2: Enter the world of Haiku and join the next generation of cybersecurity professionals. The first and only of its kind. World of Haiku is a gamified cyberpunk experience that provides aspiring cybersecurity professionals with fast, affordable training for a rewarding cybersecurity career, all for the costs of an online game. Press play to enter a dystopian cyberpunk world where evil dwells, challenges emerge, and villains reign over the grid. As you advance through the game missions, you gain real-world cybersecurity hacking skills with each progression. Cybersecurity certifications with hands-on training. The Haiku product suite is designed to help you level up in the real world and take you from complete novice to skilled professional. World of Haiku will teach you cybersecurity fundamentals while turning game time into career building time, allowing you to break into the cybersecurity industry without breaking the bank. Regardless of your experience, World of Haiku will train you to level up your skills and defeat cyber attacks while combating nefarious online factions. Master real-world hacking skills within the game to earn in-game badges and accomplishments. Share your newly acquired skills on employment sites such as LinkedIn using the Haiku Job Connect and Haiku Skills Resume to help you connect with employment opportunities. Boost your signal, join the community, embark on your cybersecurity mission and enter the world of Haiku. Visit worldofhaiku.com to learn more. Jeez, wow.
0: Dude, that was that was absolutely fantastic, Eric. Wow, okay. that was super cool. Chat, loved it. Um, all minus one person, I'm going to see it. I'm going to show it up. Mark Schrader said, uh, I love the graphics and concept. That really echoes a lot of what they were saying. I do want to call up Sherry, though. Sherry does wonder if maybe you could work at John Wayne or a Clint Eastwood. Uh, up in there, uh, so, so it's 64, then we should put
1: Charlton has. I mean, if you're 64, then you remember Charlton Heston.
0: <laughs> absolutely wow, that is really cool. Let me let me bring this back up. Um, yeah, thanks for thanks for sharing that, uh, Eric. I, I had not seen that, um, before, and that was pretty well, cool. What's, 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 sorry, is there an echo? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, I, I have to. This is this is uh, guys, uh, let me introduce. Please, Cyber, where we have audio issues at least once a show. Eric, literally, audio issues should be manifested into a visual uh, identity because there is an audio issue all the time. I told you it's a little bit different of a production situation over here. So please continue.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so a couple things with that video. So um, some of the folks in chat were in there. Um, you know, uh, um, the voice actress uh, Diamond. She was also Abaddon, the evil uh, AI, female AI, and all the characters are straight from the game. Uh, we spent a lot of time on that one. We actually went to Scottsdale, where the uh, the filming company was. Um, the actress Danielle, who plays Hacker Girl, uh, that's her that's her name. Um, she was the only person who wasn't. Uh, um, she was actually an extra that we hired for that. But all those costumes were designed by our people. It's funny that that video seems to inspire reactions. One person who wrote a, a review on PC Gamer, he uh, called the first character in there a cyber clown because of the thing, and he kept he kept ragging on it. it was uh, I mean, it was actually not a terrible review, except for the fact he didn't actually review the game. He just reviewed the video. And I got to say, people in his comments tore him up. They said, "So you're just doing a hit piece on the video? You never actually played the game. This game is actually pretty cool." Which led to another thing. I realized that um, we we've gotten a very um, loyal and dedicated following to the game from people that are in the cybersecurity community. Um, our lead developer said to me as we were starting to get comments on that video, he said, hey, we can't have our marketing people, you know, go in there and be too enthusiastic about the game. It's not a good look. And I said, okay, well let me take a look at it. I look and I said, these are our marketing people. I said, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> he said, these are people who really love the game and they're actively, you know, engaging in in uh you know verbal fisticuffs online. With people that you know don't give it a fair treatment, um, you know that discount it because they say it's a it's a stupid game or they don't like the video or something like that. But yeah, everybody had fun doing that video. I, I personally love you know that video, and you know a lot of people said this is you know it's so cheesy, it's cringy. And other people can said absolutely. That's why I love it so much.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, think I mean, really I mean, reminds. I mean, it's so cheesy, it's cringy. I mean, what what are you like? What are you talking about? Like, so is Tron? She? I mean, it's it's cool. Yes. It's like it's to me it's not cheesy because it's like you've leaned in all the way it would be cheesy yep. if you went like halfway you know yep. it's it's clearly a piece and uh, appreciate Diamond being in chat today obviously uh, celebrity right uh, you know <laughs> yes. m- movie star from the show so very 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 cool um, I, I do really uh, appreciate that um, I, I had so many things I wanted to talk to you about and I just got oh, yeah, mul- ultimately was, I, think I, got,
1: I think I got distracted you had asked a question before. I just got just focused on us. I apologize. I don't know if you had a No, it no,
0: yet. no. I mean, the video The video is super awesome. Um, it was worth so it. I guess, no, no, it, it, it's good. I guess, you know what? So, so talking about the video, uh, I'm just going to uh, freestyle right now, uh, Eric. So yeah. talking about the video, like what what inspired you like for the format, like the, the you know, like the setting, the, the cyberpunk, you know, like... For example, like you know, there are other games, and there's a question in chat about 194, which I'm not familiar with, but there are other cybersecurity video right. games, right? And some of them do do cyberpunk 2077, and some, but that's not an educational tool. A lot of the educational tools are void of s- story, essentially. So, what what inspired World of Haiku to be set when it was set, and in, in in that kind of theme?
1: um part of it was um francis kong uh, dr francis kong he's actually a pediatrician by training is our is our gamification expert he's and so he's the one that wrote up the entire the entire mythos the entire lore and i can be honest with you when i first read it i read i thought this is probably like a compilation of the worst b uh movies i've ever seen that have to do with cyberpunk and it, i wasn't wrong really I mean, it really it really is on the other hand when it's all together, when everything comes together, like any story, like when I saw that video, it kind of brought it all home to me because all those characters are in there, you know, agenda 21, they're the bad guys and the good guys are all teaming together. And, I was like, this is actually really cool, and and people really love lore. Somebody on um, Neil's uh, stream last night said, hey, are you guys gonna have brand, you know, merch that we can get? People said, I'd love a plushie of Rascal, and so um, Mark, our marketing um, director, is gonna go out and try to see if we can, you know, get some merch, uh, you know, built for us. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, the idea was, what what's appealing, what's interesting? We want the role playing game for a few different reasons. One is we really wanted to get, um, you know, there's there's far more men than women, obviously, in, in cybersecurity. Not obvious to everybody, but it's it's pretty obvious for anybody. But uh, sixty percent of role players, uh, role playing game players, are women. Women are actually more attracted to role playing games than anything else. So we wanted to have a role playing um, game sort of format for that. That seemed to be a very natural um, sort of fit, to put it in the future. We had to do a few different things, like everybody saw who's played the game, um, uh, that in the beginning we say, hey, why are we using, you know, uh, 20th century Linux if we're 50 years in the future? Isn't there anything better? So we did a little, you know, you know, a little um, hand of God sort of manipulation there and said, well, it's the only way they can get past the AIs because it's so old, they don't recognize it anymore. Yeah,
0: I liked so, that plot point. It, it, like, that was
1: you, mine. Thank you. you appreciate the
0: plot hole. I, I actually, I recognized that and thought that was cool.
1: <laughs> um, otherwise, we're you know, we'd be cheating, uh, um, teaching uh, nonsense. And that's kind of, you know, if you look at games like Hacknet, somebody had said something on, on one of our streams about, um, you know, hey, Hacknet is better. And I said, I, I love Hacknet. I actually, but one of the things I realized, as both for competitive research and because I enjoyed it, is I'm not learning anything that, that I can really use. You know, typing connect to a computer it doesn't. It, you know, you can't you can't do anything. I'm not developing the muscle memory that you get, and that's kind of the feedback I got. You know, from those um, comments I had. You know, from the um, I, I think I mentioned it on this stream, on the uh, you know on the on this conversation was the person that said, Hey, I get muscle memory from doing this. You don't get any muscle memory from typing the wrong commands. You make it a general idea of how the hacking process works, which is good. Don't get me wrong; it's very helpful but you're not actually developing the muscle memory of typing in the commands. Um, and not, I have heard 19.4. Um, again, same sort of thing. Um, it's got some commands that are kind of similar. And we actually went back and forth. We go back and forth on this all the time in the dev meetings. Is um, And we, we kept coming back to a number of tenets that um, that we that we developed the game to. One is it had to be fun. Two, it had to teach real world commands. Um, because a few times we said in there, hey, we can do a made up command that does this, and I said, if it's not something they're going to use in the real world, we're not going to do it. Be more fun from a game perspective. There are games out there that do that, and that's not what we're trying to do. Everything they do, I want it to be a real-world command that they can use, and we can document their their use of that real-world command, and then they can show that later. And I don't know if you want to talk about that later, but I mean that's one of the things we do. We track everything everybody does in World of Haiku. So when you look at your badges going up, and you've done Nmap 20 times, and you spent an hour and four minutes doing that, that goes into um, our database that combines with the data that you're getting when you do haiku pros and you've done ranges that require penetration testing and reconnaissance. And that all goes into your haiku skills resume skills spelled with a Z at the end. Um, and that way you can show employers I have done this many hours of this, um, you know, of these particular skills. And here's my rating apprentice, apprentice level one, two, three, journeyman one, two, three master. Um, and we came up with that. Um, I think i said mentioned i'm a founding member of the cyber center of excellence because so many employers uh you know said hey uh, i'd love to get um an idea of what kind of hands-on experience people have and i can't get that from their degrees and i can't get that from um, certifications how do i actually do this and so um i went and talked to all the ceos and i sent them out surveys and i said hey what would be useful to you and you know how, how do we how do we um make this um something that will, help you in your hiring process identify the right candidates and that's how we came up with a skills resume and um uh, so what that's going to do is that when you go and apply for a job then you can actually show somebody and we're going to um uh, make it available on the web so you can look at it Hey, i have you know in, in sock analyst for example i have 100 hours of training and, and i have this many um uh, hours in this particular command and this many in that particular command you can drill down into it so that it's one more data point and i've had people say well that will that get me a job and i'm like I don't know if it will get you a job on your own, but if you're, it's you and somebody exactly equal who has the same certifications and same background, and you can actually demonstrate without the employer having to have their HR department bend over backwards to create a cybersecurity challenge because most HR departments are incapable of doing that. It looks like they have 100 hours of training in what we did. Okay, this is good. We like this. And then um, the other thing we do is we have a Job Connect feature where we track all the different skills that you have. And so if you visit used NMAP, we go out to it's the MZ database. I think they just changed the name of it. But it goes to Indeed, Dice, and all the rest of it. it pulls in jobs that, um, uh, that are directly related to that. So if a job is asking for NMAP, it'll present jobs in front of you that are asking for NMAP. Now, most of the time, you're not going to qualify for the rest of the things on that, on that job, right? But what it does, it gives you an idea as to what jobs are out there so that you know what you need to do in order to be able to get there and on our uh, i had one young lady on our discord she had asked me um the question um <laughs> that's pretty funny oh, um uh, she uh um she asked me the question how, how do i get this entry-level job i applied for 12 entry-level jobs and um i you know i haven't i've been uh, i haven't gotten any of them. i said have you tried sock analyst and she started google and she goes oh there's a ton of them and they're all entry-level and that made me think too is they, people aren't even aware of the jobs that are outended with a job that's titled something you never even knew was a job that you could be qualified for, sales engineer. I, I didn't know I was qualified to be a sales engineer. And so we really are trying to, to close that gap between people who want to get into cybersecurity and the employers who want to hire them. And so we're trying to make sure that they're speaking each other's language. The people who are trying to get the skills are getting the skills the employers are looking for. The employers are recognizing those skills. And we close that gap.
0: All right. Well, you just like unlocked and, and opened up uh, like it, we took like World of Haiku and put it over here. And we just launched into something pretty awesome that I took a million notes here on key points that I want to uh, you know, pull the thread at, Eric. Before I do that, how about we raffle off half the prizes because we, we're about halfway through the show. And I know I know people are hungry for this. So, guys, if you want to enter, hopefully you've done it already, you, you probably may have accidentally entered. If you just have typed the word haiku at any point, you will be entered into the raffle. Uh, Eric has donated 10 prizes to the uh, stream today, and we're going to choose five license keys right now. Uh, so we're going to just rip it. Good luck to everybody. Um if you have it uh you know comment and chat or whatever so we can get the prize to somebody else but good luck to everybody we're just going to start picking it Are you ready here we go first winner parker garside parker get with uh me on discord or uh, one of the mods base case perhaps and we can get you there next winner matthew wow matthew that is a profile pick, man wow okay uh next one is uh CK Mays, C K M A Y E S. I like that one. How many is that? Uh Eric, is that three? I think it's three. That was three. yep. That yep. was three. Okay, let's let's keep rolling. Um, number four is Jay Smith, prior raffle winner. Might have to check the code to see if Jay Smith has been messing with things because uh Jay Smith won a raffle the other day, too. And our final winner for this segment is Alan Woodrum. Alan Woodrum. All right winners. Congratulations, everybody. You just won access to World of Haiku and all of the DLC content that's going to be coming out in September, Eric just mentioned. Um, so get with me or get with one of the mods in chat base or Josh Mason, if you guys can, uh, please help with the winners. Um, okay. So pivoting back, Eric, you just mentioned a million things that take this from being a game to a... not Okay. So you just took it from being a game that does teach something, right, to right. the first step in launching a career, right? So yeah. now now there's real-world impact. This isn't just goofing around Saturday night at 11 p.m. Uh, playing video games. This is workforce development type stuff. So the first thing you mentioned was how you are tracking what people are doing in the game and getting uh, a skill mapping, Right. So you said there's multiple levels, rookie, pro, uh, elder. Like I know that those weren't the right levels, but you basically said there's tiers of experience. How are you mapping those things? Is it how far you get in the game? Is it how many times you type a command? Is it unsuccessful attempts? Knock you down? What is, and that might be secret sauce. I don't know, but like, how are you, can you, can you it, please go into greater detail? on yeah. How you're mapping practical skills to individual gameplay.
1: Yeah um unsuccessful attempts don't knock you down we, we were doing some research on that And by the way i i had I don't, did i mention the the gamer's brain by silly hoden
0: No you didn't what is it okay. I,
1: I apologize because i just spent I, I did an hour it wasn't a stream but it was a, a demo for a, um a potential partner and so I, i'm trying to keep my uh, my two different uh, tracks separate Oh yeah no problem So we you know you that's i, I think that was actually what you'd ask about before the learning process and so the learning process it was really important that we actually have a game that teaches you skills and games teach you skills right I, I love Elder Scrolls when I have time it's funny because I run a video game company but it's hard to find time to actually play the video games but the um the potion making um uh you know um uh function in there it's pretty complex I mean you you know you got to go through and you got to learn that and, and you learn it and you remember it um if you do a first person sure like I love Destiny 2 then you know learning how to do all the commands and you know you everything it's, it's a way to learn I played Dungeons and Dragons when I was a kid and you know, I can still tell you the difference between a hippogriff and a manticore in a trebuchet and an arbalest. It's completely useless information that doesn't do me any good, but it worked its way into my long-term memory. And so that was one of our um, goals with this was, video games teach us, whether we want them to or not, they teach us. And it's not just because the amount of time we spend on, there is something about them that ingrains that um, information into our long-term memory. How do we repurpose that screen time from teaching you, or I'll, I'll say it in a non-pejorative way, um useless information to useful information that can actually get you a job and so there's a great book brain by a a brilliant celia hodent and she talks about exactly that she's not talking about it in the purpose of trying to create educational games she's talking about it from the purpose of how do you how do games actually teach you for you know because she's just trying to teach you how to write a good game so that your players learn the skills that will allow them to complete the game we repurpose that into how do we have a great game that teaches them um Person skills that they retain and can use to get a job later. And I mean, just one one bit of information out of the hundred she has in there is that she says that's exactly a yeah, great book. Um, introduce a concept once, introduce it a second time, introduce a different concept to give the brain a break, and then introduce a third concept as sort of a test or a trial or a you know a fight or something like that. And that moves the particular thing you're trying to teach from uh, short-term memory to working memory to long-term memory. And we incorporated that in World of Haiku and we're continuing to incorporate that. And I can tell when we did it really well as I played through the game myself, I'm like, oh, that clicked. And when I see these comments like the, um, you know, the person that said, hey, I've had Linux installed for a month and I haven't been able to um, fig- you know, get muscle memory, this is the first one that ta- me, uh, you know, taught me muscle memory. The Australian Defense Force person has said, I have PTSD and I haven't been able to focus, even though I really want to get into cybersecurity. This game is the first way I've been able to focus. I, I realized, okay, we're we're, we're we're getting there, right? We're on the pra- path that we're going. We're, we need to do more of this because this is working for people. People are actually really learning how to do these skills. And now we need to apply that to more skills, more tools, more complex concepts while retaining the – and I actually told people, I said in the very beginning when we released this, I want to get this learning engine, this uh, you know um, rinse-repeat cycle of learning. I want to get this down and make sure we've got it. Then let's expand that out and we'll have more tools. And you know, I'd, I'd asked in our Discord feed, um, what does everybody think about having Metasploit in there? And people came back with great ideas on that. Metasploit's huge, obviously, right? We'd have to you know, create subsets of it because we're creating a simulated version of it in there. All that learning um, and everybody on the, on the, um, on the team um, do that. The other thing that we tried to do is we said it has to be fun and it has to be accessible. So I have four kids, my two daughters are 13 and 14. Um, brilliant, um, young women, but, uh, no, no interest in cybersecurity at all. And so I said, if my daughters won't play this game, then we failed. Um, and because they have zero interest in cybersecurity, but I want to appeal to people that don't have any interest in cybersecurity. Now at the end of it, they still may not want to get into cybersecurity, Mm -hmm. but if even 5% 5% of them do, we've increased the number of people who can, you know, who, who have been introduced to the field, you know, um, exponentially. And so it was pretty good. I actually dropped into a Discord meeting one time and, and I heard um, Francis, our project manager, telling people, and if Eric's daughters don't want to play the game, then it's worth it. We failed. I'm like, okay, good. Everybody internalized that. We, we got that one down. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, we we absolutely wanted to create a game that teaches. Um, we didn't want to create another Hacknet or Grey Hack, great games, but um, we wanted that. And then I said, beyond that, Try Hackney and play, you know, just kind of competitive that. And it, at least you know, I was going through one room there and um, I thought, okay, I finished it. Now, what what have I learned and what does this mean in the bigger context? Does this get me a certification? It's working towards a badge.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What does that badge do for me? um what kind of jobs can I get and that's why we we certainly we we tried to have everything we do tie back to a certification In world of haiku those categories you see on the skill tree those are all basically different categories that map back to the ceh um and then we can we're gonna in the future have oscp and you know pnpt and, and some of the others that were out there there are so many certifications out there it's one of those things we need to filter down and figure out what's most important to our audience and that's why we use this discord channel I don't know if you have the link to our discord it's called haiku underground um, i don't know if i have the ability to no paste.
0: i don't but if mods or someone wants to drop it in uh chat to me i will put it on stage so people can join it uh what what is the discord server used for
1: uh so we use discord so um we use it to communicate with our um our players we people use it for um, in-game peer help <clears throat> we use it to, we have fun little grid games in there where we talk about cybersecurity issues um, we use it to for people that want to post jobs. We don't have many people posting jobs right now, it's just, but we post our own jobs in there like we were looking for game writers and range builders, and so we posted that in there. Diamond, would you mind putting that in the chat? The uh, Yeah,
0: yeah if Diamond drops it, the invite. I'll put it on stream so Perfect. people can see it, and then hopefully they can uh, yeah, she, click yeah, she, on she, it.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. so... Um, Sorry, I forgot where I was no, going. No, there.
0: no, so I was I was talking about the skill tree and the development. So all right, so let's say uh you, you said you're going to integrate it with actual real jobs. So then you can play the game, step through, and then see what jobs are available. Now, some people have asked this. I'm going to I'm gonna ask this in kind of a, a an all-encompassing, inclusive way to touch on multiple people's questions because chat, I do see your questions. I'm just you know facilitating here. Right now, it's very much focused on pen testing, right? So some people have been asking about ICSOT, some people have been asking about the defensive side. You know, if I'm using this game and building skill to be able to map and see what kind of jobs are available in that Indeed database through that Job Connect feature that you mentioned, right? Being, being facilitated positions that I'm qualified for. Um, what, What? you know, I guess what's the roadmap or is it is it going to be focused on pen testing and red team or is it you know bigger picture like i guess can you kind of speak to how that's uh what's that looking like
1: yeah and, and sorry just to answer diamond it didn't show up in the chat it may be blocking links that might be the reason why i don't I don't know Uh-oh. why okay. yeah yeah um, actually
0: you know what diamond for what it's worth here join simply cybers you uh send it yeah send it to base case or send it to uh, me uh on my server there you go and um one way or the other, we will get it. I, I assure you. Or base or Justin Gold, Justin Gold, connect with Diamond, please. Justin's a mod too. So, anyway, awesome. please continue.
1: Sorry, what was the last part of the question? <laughs> I got, I, I did the forbidden. I actually read the chat and I, I got distracted. Oh
0: yeah, no, 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 it's all good. It's all good. I basically said right now the skills are all pen testing focused. What's the roadmap for OT yeah. defensive? Maybe yeah. some so GRC that would... love, Eric. Maybe some GRC love. <laughs> I, I'm just, just saying. Okay, please, please, uh, go.
1: Everything in its own time. Um, so that was the immediate feedback we had. And we actually thought that too. And that we're getting that from industry, from hiring people, we're getting from people is that red team is fun and sexy and you know everybody wants to be a hacker. Um, but uh, most of the jobs, it's maybe 5% of the jobs are actually red team and pen testing and the other 95% are all the rest of the things. I mean, at Centech, we had, I think one pen tester at a time, um, mm-hmm. You know, the other 40, 50 people on our cybersecurity team, were all compliance people for DOD compliance, cap. Um, but, uh, so no, that, so in Haiku Pro, we actually are going out with, um, a third range is offensive, a third range is defense, um, forensic. And that's the kind of mix that we're trying to keep going forward. Um, we're actually, in the upcoming DLC, we've had so much feedback that we'd love to see a blue team. So we're actually, <clears throat> I'll, I'll give a little bit, it's not really a spoiler, but it might be a spoiler for anybody that wants to say surprised. We're going to have a blue team um, type of adventure in the upcoming DLC so that you can play from the blue side and, and test on different um, uh, defensive skills. Um, we're still going to have an offensive side and we're going to introduce some new tools in there. We're going to have Tab Complete, absolutely. And we're going to have, hopefully, a, another little surprise in there that'll be some repeatability so people can go in and, and hone their skills um, through a side mission sort of thing like you'll see in, you know, most games.
0: Cool. I love it. I love it. Um, so where are you, I guess, and I was, I'm doing something also to get that Discord link up here, but where are you uh, pulling from? Uh, for the labs and for like what skills are in demand? I mean, are you are you looking at industry open jobs, filtering by frequency of skills and then putting them in, or who who's making the decision on what skills to put in the game to ultimately help people get skills yeah. <laughs> to get a job?
1: Yeah, I, I wish I could say we were doing something that scientific and I had an AI going out and parsing through all this stuff and coming back and mm-hmm. telling. To- but really what it comes down to is uh, we have a discussion you know we're a startup company so it's a handful of us and so we have a discussion hey what you know what is the scenario we're going to be doing so we set up like a storyboard um like francis came up with a storyboard for this next dlc then we said okay what within for our dev team what is the scope of what we can do okay we can probably do three more tools um we can probably do you know some of this and some of that um then uh coleman who leads our cybersecurity um uh function you know says hey well Maybe we could do this tool, and we could do this tool, and then we discuss it as a team. We figure out what's the most applicable. You know, what's uh, what are people looking for? You know, right now we're still so early on that it's not a matter of um, any any pretty much tool unless we do something really funky and, and you know and, and you know um, non non mainstream is going to be something that people are using in the main you know there are so many tools we can use just to get people up to a baseline capability and we intend to have additional dlcs by the way after this as well we've got um the next dlc which is free mostly for additional content a lot of the feedback i got was that um this was too short and i think i I mentioned to you before i one person they gave us a bad steam review which i felt kind of bad about not because personally but it actually lowers our rating i said i went through this game in an hour and I didn't reply, but I felt like saying, if you've been through the game in an hour, our lead dev, when he's doing speed runs, can only get through in 38 minutes going the happy path. There's no way that somebody went through cold, and even even if they cheated online and went through in an hour. But if you did, I got a job for you because you're you know you're amazing at this stuff. But um, legitimately, some people who are very skilled in this, you know, they I did see people do it in as few as three or four hours. Um, on the other hand, I've had people who've been in there for a week and a half or two weeks, and they're still in Discord they're stuck on this mission or that mission which was actually the um the training missions in your five six and seven you're you're expected to use all the tools that you got and use your own creativity to figure out how you're going to do that which is as realistic as we can make it right um it's not a real network it's a simulated network but you've got to go through and do a whole bunch of different things and think and puzzle and you know so we try to make it as 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 um much as possible like a real world situation so um we're gonna have additional dlcs coming out in the future um uh, I, I see the question about red versus blue. We're actually working our way up to that. That certainly is something that's probably come across, and we debated whether or not to do that when we first relaunched. Um, and we decided if we're teaching cybersecurity skills, let's focus on that first and get that, you know, like I said, that that learning engine down, and then we can add the PvP capability later on. I was talking with um Eric Bellardo, and, and he had made a comment that kind of stuck with me, and he said you've created the Pew Pew factor, and this Pew Pew factor could actually make cyber competitions really really interesting and a discussion on that right um you know how do we do this so if we do do that and and we've talked through it a number of times we would probably end up doing a subset of tools just because you know we're creating all these tools in world of haiku and we would do it in world of haiku rather than an AWS environment because there are plenty of capture the flags sitting in in the cloud right now there's nothing new there I mean there are environments that do that um, so rather than try to build a, a surface layer on top of an AWS cloud that's trying to measure everybody's input to try to figure out what's going on, we would rebuild it for greater control into the, into the Unity environment we have because that way we get to have the pew right? We're not trying to look for triggers in a AWS environment to trigger something in a, in a separate graphics program. We're actually in Unity and we're controlling everything, which by almost by definition means we'll have a subset of tools, you know, probably three to five different tools for attack, three to five different tools for defense. But now that we're in a video game environment, we can do the kind of things that are fun. You know, we can create a Fortnite type of environment where maybe not everything is physically closed, but maybe you're being constrained by other restraints like it's happening like viruses invading your system if you're a um, defender or if you're an attacker you know suddenly you've got a defense ai coming up and and, and, uh, you know um, preventing you from doing anything you've got a timer where you've got to do different um, sort of things and so that's absolutely something we're looking at that is not going to happen in 2022 that's probably a 2023 sort of thing but absolutely we're looking at doing a, a player versus player and whether or not it's used for competitions or it's simply used as a training tool <clears throat> but the whole thing about that is we're going to be doing real-world commands. It's always going to be a real-world command in there. We're not going to have anything that's fake because we want this to be to, something that measures actual skills. We don't want to measure somebody's ability to just um, uh, play a game, right? We want to measure somebody's ability to actually do something. So that I, I want I want people to feel like at the end of that, if they if they, if they are king of the hill and they won everything here, people would go, that person actually has some mad cybersecurity skills. They're, they're pretty darn good. Uh, I don't know if everybody remembers when Kevin Mitnick was taken out, uh, who took out Kevin Mitnick on the government side. I forgot his name.
0: No, you know, I don't know. I mean, I could tell you everything about Kevin Mitnick's story, but I, you know, the unsung Fed, right?
1: It was Japanese last name. I don't want to miss, I actually speak a little Japanese, but um, I don't want to uh, miss, it was Japanese um, last name. And uh, Mitnick said, uh, as he was being arrested, he said, I respect your skills. That's what people. I want them people to be saying when somebody wins the king of the hill, rather than yeah, you play you play you play a pretty good game. No, I respect your skills. You're actually pretty good at this stuff. Um,
0: yep. Yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it. I tried to quickly Google who it was. Couldn't couldn't do it. Google failed me. My Google foo. I, I do want to say though that uh, one thing that I experienced on stream, uh, much to my chagrin, is that you know, I go through the first couple levels and, you know, Rascal is kind of holding my hand and telling me, uh, like, all the things I need to know and everything. And I was like, okay, blah, 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 blah. So I wasn't paying, oh, thank you, yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't even know how to say that, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So Rascal's helping me along and I'm just going YOLO, like, just straight through, not taking any notes, not writing any IPs, nothing. And then I basically got to a point in the game where I'm like, Oh, I need to like jump into a server. What's the IP address? And you can only scroll back so far. You don't have the luxury of like infinite history. Uh, yeah. So I actually had to restart the game and actually, you know, take actually- notes and stuff like that. Which, which I will argue, is how you would operate as a pen tester. You should be yeah. taking. You're not. You don't go on an engagement and just go ham, right? Like
1: that's one thing we've tried to avoid is and, and i found this myself when i'm playing through it is i tend to read what rascal gives me and whatever the latest ip there is i don't even read the context i just type the ip in. i'm kind of embarrassed to say i got stuck on one mission for a while and I asked the dev i said hey i think we got a book here he goes are you using the correct ip i said i'm using the last one oh well hold on let me go look before i say anything else it makes me look even stupider <laughs> sure enough i was the ip that rascal gave me because i wasn't using my so we actually do have things in like that in there to try to get people out of the idea that i'm trying to speed run through this and i'm just using the last thing that was given to me but i actually need to think and look through that and we're going to try and do that more in dlcs that are coming up the dlc that's coming up even though we're going to add a couple new tools we're going to assume that everybody remembers all the skills they learned in the first missions and these are going to be very difficult i mean if, you know if somebody speed runs through them in less than an hour i'd be actually pretty shocked um we're gonna make them relatively difficult they're gonna you're gonna need to do your OSINT you're gonna need to well not OSINT outside of the game within the game um you're going to need to you know look through different um, uh, um files for tools you're going to need to use all the t- um for, for clues you're going to need to use all the tools that are given you you're going to have to use some brain power we're going to make this more and more like a realistic red team and, and blue team scenario where this is going to be pretty challenging so i think we're going to have people get stuck on it um without a doubt but i gotta say for most of the people that are stuck on it i, I see you grousing about it and going this game sucks and i'm gonna rage quit most people are like Especially the ones in our Discord, they're asking for help and saying, "Hey, I don't want to—I don't want any spoilers, but give me a little hint here."
0: Yeah, I love it, and and I like how you mentioned Fortnite. Like my, I my, I have younger children. I mean, they're not babies, but they're younger, so they play Fortnite, and I play Fortnite with them just so I can have. Um, they're not quite into cybersecurity as much as I am, uh, so yeah. we'll, we'll we'll get them there with World of Haiku. But I do play Fortnite, and I was instantly thinking. Oh man, like that'd be cool like having microtransactions where, you know, you know, like diamond is abalon, but like I could have my avatar and I could get like I could, you know, get upgrades and and change my look and vibe and my feel of who who my my character is in the game, uh, you know, a la Fortnite, right? Maybe add some some emotes or something like that.
1: Somebody said that in Neil's chat last night, he said, are you planning to do this? I'm like, in time, let me let me, let me me get the engine built first, then we'll worry about what people look like. But, you know, certainly we we'll want to add all that stuff. I mean, if people get real I mean, my idea here is that everybody, the, the Haiku product suite, when you go from world of Haiku over to Haiku Pro, this is something you can continue to use throughout your career and so we actually have a whole map drawn out as i come in as a novice i play world of haiku i get really interested in it and i develop some skills i move onto haiku pro and i start developing some more skills and maybe now in parallel i'm working you know like we're teamed with san diego state university they do a cybersecurity certification we provide the hands on portion of that and they provide the certification maybe i you know use one of these other partners and i get an actual cybersecurity certification and now as I'm looking at the jobs, now I can get connected jobs. And then when I get, when I'm applying for jobs, now I've got my skills resume and I've got the job. And the idea there is that if we have enough content in, in Haiku Pro, which is the intent, I can continue to um, improve my skills, offensive, defensive, and forensic. Um, and I'm continuing to take notes and improve my skills as I as I continue throughout my career.
0: I, I really do uh, appreciate it and enjoy it. So, um, Okay, so I am kind of curious, you know, I, I agree 100%, right, that like the Fortnite skins would be wicked cool. But at the end of the day, the entire point, like for you to measure success, it's to help people get a career or level up a career in cybersecurity through learning in World of Haiku, right? So like Fortnite skins are fun, but they don't help you learn anything. So I appreciate that you've prioritized content and um, you know m- more educational skills based stuff um, there so we-, we have talked about a lot of stuff I mean can like to be able to use it throughout your career um, are you thinking like it's just like building um, kind of a library of different modules or different worlds or or is it going to be more like an open world kind of thing I know you had mentioned elder scrolls so you're familiar with that obviously that's a massive project, right? Bethesda has been like 14 years trying to make Elder uh, Skyrim Five or Six. You know what I mean? Like it's like. Yep. So I'm not suggesting that, but I mean, I, I guess I'm trying. I'm trying to wrap my head around uh, if that's kind of the perk where where you could be like, um, I'm a red team operator, but I want to get into blue. Let me take this skill path and learn, and then leverage the. Um, the job connect piece to find the jobs that I'm qualified for. Oh, I'm not quite qualified for the ones I want yet. Let me keep, keep grinding, keep leveling up. And now I am, and like kind of almost like a uh, automated, like rascal is your mentor or your chaperone uh, or your uh, Sherpa helping you along that career journey. Is that, I don't even know if that was really a question, Eric, but I guess what I'm thinking is like, okay, like I went GRC, which I know is very difficult to make paths for. But mm-hmm. GRC, you know, it's compliance, audit, risk, then CISO. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see, you know, that kind of trajectory. Is that is that how you're envisioning, um, you know, the skill platform?
1: It's, uh, big pockets like Elon Musk, because if I did, you'd have a virtual world where you can basically go practice every cybersecurity thing and you're actually doing the skills in real world. I actually have a friend who's probably one of the best privacy lawyers in the world, and uh, he actually wants to team with us to be able to create a privacy very specific module where you know you're a um you know you're a ceo or you're a board member going through here in 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 virtual situations um and being able to do that so there is that Um, on the world of haiku side um the uh um we're intending to continue having dlcs some will be paid if they you know if they take a little more work some will be free We're thinking about having a DLC. Um, my kids are homeschooled, and um, you know, so we're thinking about having a DLC. I was like, why don't we create a DLC that is, you know, basically a computer instruction course, but most kids don't want to learn how to hack. I mean, so you know, I can have you know my kids, you know, do the um this and they they get a basic Linux sort of instruction. But what kids really, really know is, you know, how do I use my computers? How do I stay safe from my where? How do I avoid phishing? How do I avoid predators? You know that ties into I, I serve on the um, board of advisors. I chair the board of advisors for a nonprofit called Saved in America.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Former military, former law enforcement. They work pro bono with um, families to rescue kids. And so I've heard so many stories about how kids are um, fished online, or not even fished. They're just tricked by predators. So uh, you know, a DLC that basically um, kids can use for not only homeschoolers but kids actually in school and actually get you know credit as a computer class. It teaches them how how do I how do I operate defensively in this world where everything is connected. On the Haiku Pro side, it's all modular. In um, Haiku Pro, by the way, it's so it's browser based. Um, it all operates through a browser. We're building it for Chrome, but it works. When I try it in Safari, it works in Safari, but mainly we're building it for Chrome. And you go in there, and you can actually go through, and you can um, you get a Kali Linux box to test to a network, one or more computers in the back end. You get a set of goals, and you've got to go, and you get a timeline. And you've got to go ahead and do those goals. Um, you're actually it's a box. For folks that go in there and go my god it doesn't have my my you know my my pink uh you know hippo tool um we we can only put so many things into kali linux because it, it takes a long time to spin up if anybody cares about that if you try to add every um tool they have in there but um, we're starting off with a small subset when we release end of September on that. Um, when we release Haiku Pro, by the way, at the end of September, that's when the other tools are gonna to come in the Haiku skills resume and the job connect. Those are all connected to Haiku Pro. And so everybody with a World of Haiku account can connect their World of Haiku account to Haiku Pro. And now you can visualize all the things we talked about. I had somebody that gave us bad review because said, well, they they advertise these things in the video and uh, they don't actually have them. And I felt kind of bad about that. We were planning to release all the products at the same time but it just doesn't work that way necessarily with product schedules. So our Haiku Pro products is taking longer to build. So those features are there. I'm not you know, baiting switching anybody. It's just taking a little while for them to come out there. Um, but um, with Haiku Pro, because we've got the modular capability in there to build ranges and have additional ranges, you know, probably under a dozen ranges. Um, but after that, we're going to continue to add ranges. Um, and then eventually we we'll hope to have hundreds or even thousands of ranges out there that cover, as you said, we want to cover forensic we want to cover um defensive and we want to cover um red team as well so that there's a whole variety of different levels you know so you want to go out there and try the impossible range that nobody's ever beat knock yourself out
0: get get first blood on it right
1: exactly, exactly. yeah
0: yeah i love it uh just a couple quick quick fire questions uh from chat. I, I do appreciate all the chats questions and i've been trying to weave them in uh kind of around pricing really quick Carrie uh, yeah. asked if there's veteran uh, discounts or do you do discounts in any capacity? And um, uh, Paul asked about voucher gift purchases. So if you could kind of speak to the pricing model and, and address their two questions, I'd appreciate it. Sure. That. Um, so Steam is
1: $24.99. I can't offer specific discounts to one group on Steam. Now, that being said, in a month, we're offering it again. Uh, we're offering it also on our site as well, the ability to do that. And actually like that, Um for any of my folks that are on the line, um, if you can make a note to send to me is that, let's look at doing veterans discounts. I think we absolutely need to do that. Um, uh, you know, it's a, it's a sign of respect for the people that have you know sacrificed for our country. Um, uh, the pricing of World of Haiku uh, is 24.99, as I said. Um, Haiku Pro, we're gonna have a free version, which we're releasing with two free ranges. Uh, we're gonna have a $9.99 version, which uh, allows access to most of the ranges and uh, some limited um, part of the skill features. And then $17.99 is the highest uh, pricing range. We have access to all the different features that you want. And, um,
0: yeah. Perfect. Well, we'll have to have you back on uh, when you launch all of that so we can take Love a look to. at it and discuss it and, and you know, also raffle stuff off. Speaking of raffle, let us raffle off the final five prizes. Now, this is for merch. This is for us-based individuals only good luck to all of you if you win contact me in chat if you are not us-based we will get you a different prize okay that's the easiest way to facilitate this okay so good good luck to everybody thank you eric for donating i'm just going to rip through these good luck to everybody nightbot will be notifying you in chat first winner austin thomas great profile photo austin i know you guys can't see it but i can uh william helsell william helsell uh i see you in um simply cyber uh daily threat briefing all the time william and thanks for the squad membership adam lieb is our next winner nice graphic design on that profile photo i think that is is that three that's three correct yep that's three i think uh the next winner is brian dan with a strong bad uh, profile photo. I don't know if you ever watched Homestar Runner, Eric. You were probably doing Navy Seal stuff uh, when it happened, but um, Homestar Runner was like this internet thing way back in the day uh, when the oh, internet yeah. first started blowing up. Um, and I, I think... Okay, I'm going to apologize because I think that that was four winners. I'm going to choose one more, and if it is the sixth winner, I will f- I will figure something out and I apologize. We'll, I will we'll, we'll you kick in
1: If you miscounted, we'll kick it in additional one.
0: Uh, okay cool cool so the final or the bonus winner is uh pamela pamela heggie yeah pamela she's long time uh, simply cyber community member uh very engaging um you know what pamela even if you uh were the six we're definitely going to take care of you uh one way or the other so thank you again eric of um, course yeah no, thank for you for everything that. yeah of course so everybody i've dropped a link in uh chat a little while ago um Eric, I, we can we can make that link uh, like discord.gg slash haiku. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you about that afterwards. OK, uh, get, get you set up. So it's wicked easy to share with people uh, and, and be able to communicate it effectively. Uh, Eric, any final final thoughts, last words before uh, we say goodbye to you?
1: no um one jerry thank you very much for bringing me on i, I really appreciate it. i appreciate the opportunity jerry asked me what my goals were from this and i said i'd love to communicate the vision of haiku out to people because i see a lot of people go hey this is a pretty cool game and then i say yeah but we're going to do this and we're going to do that And i see that all the time in the discord when i mention the skills resume somebody's like you're going to do that oh my god that's so cool and i'm like okay i've got to actually tell people what we're doing here because we're, we're trying to do a lot more than create a cool video game cool video game great we, we want to create a cool video game but beyond that you know we're actually trying to you know change the way in which people can learn skills you know we're trying to disrupt the entire you know um, industry from this portion by having things that are cost the price of a video game but give you the amount of training i don't know if anybody saw it there was a great article on duolingo and they said that uh, i think doing the first four levels in deal duolingo is the equivalent of four semesters of that same language in college same level and duolingo is free and i said i looked at that and i sent it to my team and i said this is what we want to do We want to be able to basically make it so that people get as good or better of an education from what we're doing than they get anywhere else and basically, you know, um, enable so many more people to go into cybersecurity. That's all I wanted to say.
0: That's awesome. All right. Well, I I think you're nailing it. I I would keep executing on it, Eric. Obviously, you are uh, well trained in executing missions um, to completion. So I have no doubt in my mind that World of Haiku will continue to grow and be a real effective tool for the members of our simply, Cyber um, not simply cyber, of the entire cybersecurity community. So, uh, thank you. I enjoy playing it, uh, and I appreciate you taking the time to come on the show today. Thank you very much, Jerry. Thanks, everybody. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. So let's send let's send Eric away. Actually, you know what? Yeah, let, I'm going to leave you on Eric, if that's okay. That's fine. fine. I'll leave you on because if I if I take you away, it's going to change the layout and it's going to be a hot mess on fire. So I just want to share with everybody um, where where is. Oh, hold on. I made a slight mistake here. Classic, classic my stream. All right, guys, I just want to remind everybody, thank you for being here for the Thursday live interview. Eric was a amazing guest. Obviously, Eric, you do interviews all the time and you just crush it, you know, so it's obvious. But uh, appreciate Diamond for being in chat, bringing that celebrity right into the Simply Cyber community chat. Appreciate that, Diamond. All of you, fantastic job. Great questions, great engagement. Guys, continue to help each other. I really genuinely appreciate it. Oh, we got a couple new squad members. I'd love to play the sound effect, uh, but you know what happens if I try to do something crazy with my audio, Eric? It goes straight to crap. So Eric Silberman, thank you for the squad support. Uh, Christopher Aquino, wow! So... Just as a quick aside, Eric, I have a sound effect when people join my Simply Cyber squad and I can't play it. So uh, in in a affinity for my community, I manually make the sound effects when my audio breaks and they, they've they ripped it and made it sound bits and stuff like that. So anyways, I, I do it because I really should have a better audio setup. But anyways, guys, if you don't know... Uh, tomorrow morning, like every other morning of the week, I do the daily threat briefing. So if you want to get you know, a 30-minute tightly packed top cybersecurity news stories of the day with my professional analysis on each story on how you can operationalize it if you're a practitioner in the space or if you're looking to break into the industry, Uh, You could be using World of Haiku to get those skills, but you're also going to be asked, I absolutely guarantee you, you will be asked, how do you stay current in cybersecurity? That question will happen 100% of the time. This right here is a banger answer, okay? So, it's not just, you know, a a quick answer to be able to clear it. Like, you're literally getting knowledge that you can use. So, come join us. Go to simplycyber.io slash streams to see when the next one is. But it's every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Uh, And we have a great time over there. So with that, I'm going to say thank you to Eric. Thank you to chat. Everybody, goodbye. And we'll see you in the next stream. Cheers, everybody. Thanks, sir.